I'm, I'm telling you, that is a... That this could be me. a weekly segment, Simon's top tip <laughs> from the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. No, but I, I swear, toilet paper every time. Brilliant. The goal isn't to live forever. The goal is to create something that will. Welcome to Perspective, a podcast for wedding creatives where we sit down often with a special guest and talk about our many years of experience in the wedding industry. This is episode three. Today we're going to be talking about what's in our kit bag. Hello, Greg. How you doing? Hello. I'm all right. How are you? I am very well. Thank you. Today we do not have a guest. Nope. So let's uh, dive into uh, what we're we drinking. We are drinking one of the Good Cartel's coffees. Yes, a uh, Glasgow roastery, uh, the Good Coffee Cartel. If you haven't heard of them, definitely give them a wee go. We're drinking the Columbia, La Virgin. Am I and saying that right? It's gone a bit cold because this is the second time we've done this. <laughs> yeah, it's the second time because Greg's sister came in handing flyers out. Let's cut back to that moment, shall we? Hello? Hello. Hello. Hello, Greg's sister. <laughs> Hi. This is Roma. Hi, uh, nice to meet you. Um, Hi, yeah. We are going around the full of the world, giving out leaflets for Christmas. You mean Glasgow? Uh, we, need, okay. we need to get a separate studio for this podcast, so as nobody can trap the door and interrupt. We're absolutely hassled every second of the day. Let's debrief. Sure. Last yeah. time we uh, we podcasted, um, well, we've shot three weddings since then. Yes, it is, is a busy we, time of year. We are in the busy season. Um, so Good yeah. luck to everyone out there that's fighting through this busy season. Absolutely. If you're a wedding creative, you know the struggles. Stay strong. You can do this. You can do this. Um, We had a wedding in Mull. We've had a wedding in... Haddington, Haddington. Cool, Coulston House. Coulston House, just uh, just past Edinburgh. And we had a wedding in uh, Inverness. No. no. <laughs> Aberdeenshire. Aberdeen, I got that wrong. A Boing. A Boing, that's right, at the Coos Cathedral. Stop peeking the mic, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so the mall wedding, kind of fun. It was, uh, it was quite a last-minute booking uh, it, for a sort of intimate wedding. Yeah. Almost elopement like, but with what twenty guests, I think. Yeah, it was definitely a it was definitely a small wedding. It's, um, it's cool vibes. It was in the cheese shop in Mull. Yeah, uh, the couple were kind of from a fashion background. They wanted a little bit more of a unique wedding than what we usually do, um, specifically because they wanted no speeches recorded. They didn't want oh, any audio. Film, right. Sorry, yeah, talking about the wedding film. They don't like voiceovers or anything like that so it's very much going to be like a music video type vibe which is definitely a challenge in terms of like getting that raw emotion through because yeah. you know for me it's what people say yeah trying to drive a narrative for the story without any audio dialogue to drive it yeah it would be a challenge but mm-hmm. yeah you'll find a way I'll find a way. It's going to be damn sexy anyway. We were working with the uh, the Pharaohs. Um, they work very differently from a lot of others. Uh, very staged. Um, I quite like that approach, to be honest. Everything was um, very meticulous. 
Um, so yeah, fun. It was yeah. fun. Um, it was the the ceremony was quite a challenge because <laughs> they set up on the beach, the black beach in Mull, mm-hmm. and before was- the ceremony in the morning, nice nice day. The clouds cleared, nice day. Yeah, and then about half an hour before the ceremony, you could see the clouds coming in from the Atlantic Ocean, rolling over the islands. <laughs> yeah, the, and uh, they just hit the island oh. just as the ceremony was happening. Yeah, the, so uh, there was the band, umbrellas, umbrellas. The the band who were they had mics up and they were playing the air. They had to Electric. cover the PA with a <laughs> bin bag. <laughs> we had to cover our cameras with bin bags as yep, well. Yep. Oh man! So that it made was things crazy. quite challenging. Yeah, it looked cool. It looked cool. It had I, that drama. Yeah. So being on the beach, um, they had the we shot both Greg and I from the side, and then the back back angle, back angle was fine. Greg's angle was fine, but the rain was just. I my lens was facing directly into the lens, so I had to keep wiping it and like just creating a ceremony film was near impossible to get like. Just, oh, yeah, colors. Just I, I made a conscious out. decision of putting you in that side because I, I had the same issue a few <laughs> weeks before that. And you did. <laughs> you did, you did, yeah. And I was, I was kind of cruel on you with that. Edit. I was like, Greg, come on, you can wipe the lines more, but it, it's hard, especially the kind of rain it is. It's kind of yeah. just the floaty kind of rain that is just as soon, constant. As soon as you wiped the lens, it was just smeared. coated again. Yeah, <laughs> smeared. Um. So yeah, yeah fun wedding, Coulson House. Um, this was fun for me because it was nearby, like super close to my childhood home, which I haven't yeah. been back to. Um, but it was, oh my, so hot. Oh my God, the heat. Outdoor, and uh, another outdoor ceremony, which was yeah. nice to actually get a wee bit of a tan instead of being rained on. So this time we were moaning because the weather was the opposite. <laughs> it was far too warm. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was, it was a great wedding, but oh. I wore a black shirt and it was quite thick and man, that was yeah. sweaty. Yeah, during the drinks reception, I went over to the photographer who was uh, Ricky Bailey and I lifted up my tie and you could just see the sweat underneath it. So it was disgusting. And then because it was kind of like on this, it wasn't a farm. It was actually quite a nice house, but it it had, around the back of the house was like this walled garden. Yeah. There were loads of plants and there was a load of flies. Not Not, not like... What are they called? Like the wee tiny flies. They're not midges, but they are little fruit flies almost. Yeah, they're, I don't know. They're the tiny. Anyway, it's like hundreds on you, hundreds on your hand, all over your shirt, and you'd like wipe them away, and you'd just be left with like dead bits of bugs on you. Yeah, let's let's move on. That's yes, horrible. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of gross. Um. So yeah, Saturday just there, we're at Coos Cathedral up in Aberdeen. Mm-hmm. And lovely venue. Yeah, somewhere like, I've heard about a few times, but mm. hadn't actually been to. So was glad to get there. Yeah, it was a great lineup of suppliers. We had our friends the Curries shooting it as the photographers. Yeah, always met up with them. Hazel from Robin's Egg, who was this of stylist florist for the mm. day. It was good catching up with and her. She did a great job. Yeah, in fact, so I would guess Coos Cathedral. So. I don't know where the name came from, right? But I have this theory. Obviously, Coos, because that's it's a cow shed yep. originally. Yep. Cathedral, because it's like the greatest barn ever. It looks grand. Yeah, it's a big barn. Hence and they've cathedral. made it sound 
funny and cool by calling it a cathedral. Yeah. Is that what it is? I hope so. Because I assume so. Yeah. But let's just jump ahead to the ceremony for that one because we had an interesting incident where we all arrived at the ceremony, shot some stuff, and then the bride eventually shows up. Yep. No bridesmaids. No. The bridesmaids do not show for another half an hour. Don't quite know where they have gone to, but their car apparently got lost. And I mean, like, proper proper lost. The preps venue to the reception is a max five-minute journey. Yeah. On a straight road, more or less, through a town. And somehow, they, yeah, they didn't make it on time. Yeah. So the groom was, he was sweating a bit. I think he was reassured the fact that the bride was there. Mm. But there was a wee bit of nerves in the background there, so that didn't help, having a big delay. Yeah. Plus, because it was such a sunny day, the Coos Cathedral was actually... All the guests were just melting inside, which was a bit of a shame as well. Yeah. Um, And that obviously knocked on to the timeline for the rest of the day, but... Yeah. It worked out okay. Like Yeah, so another weird thing happened was the planners uh were speaking to the curries and they were like, The caring staff need more time. And the curries were like, Great, yes, we could use some more time because we don't have a lot of time for the shoot and they were like, Oh no, we need to take forty five minutes off the drinks reception. And I can just see like a mild panic set in to everyone who was shooting at the time because there was already not enough time. And though there was a a wee bit of confusion, obviously, because if the catering staff need more time, but they're taking time away, I don't know. Did did they mean more time to serve? Or did the the catering company maybe start too early cooking or? No, they needed more time to do service. Okay. Ah, Okay. Well, anyway, but that was a fun wedding. It was a late one, so we decided to do a same-day edit. That was fun. I made the same-day edit too long, though. I made it too long. Yeah. My bad. So how about we get on to today's topic? Because I can talk about weddings all day long. But let's talk about our kit, because... Well, Let, Let's kit- appease the haters and the gearheads. <laughs> people, people are going to criticize us. People are going to slag us. People will be like gear envy let's just appease them yeah i I just want to preface this by saying it's not the gear is not important yeah the gear isn't important but you can only like you need a certain level of gear to do a certain quality of film yeah and it's always less but than beyond that like. it's not important yes like yes a simple are- entry-level camera can make you a great film if you use it right Yes, knowledge is definitely the yep. key with how to use equipment rather than collecting cameras for having cameras because they shoot 4K or because they, they you know, do this and whatever it is. But we've actually got an interesting story with our kit because we used to shoot weddings with a lot of equipment. Yeah. Like three tripods, monopods, GoPros, um, two more cameras than what we have now more of an array of lenses i used to use the glycam all the time a slider because we felt we had to get those shots yeah just 
and when you're when you have that much kit you're like the wedding hangover the next day is just ridiculous as well as it just makes you not think creatively anymore at a wedding you know you're like okay i'm gonna get a slider down the aisle shot because i have to get that shot yeah you fall into the habit of all right i need to get my venue exteriors right i'll grab the slider with the tripod take that outside and then you realize you're lumbering that about for 20 minutes getting exteriors when you could have been out for 10 minutes buzzing around with one camera one lens on a monopod knocking out some cool creative shots yeah or just waiting for that right moment you know the moment the uh the bride hugs her gran or or you know there's a special gift that the you know one of the wedding party have for for the groom or you know okay so I've, i've made some notes Cameras, lenses, audio equipment, lighting, and support gear. Should we do that? Sounds good. Okay, so we shoot with three cameras. One one DX Mark II, mm-hmm. which is a beautiful camera, very heavy. We have two C100 Mark IIs. Yeah. So obviously on the day at wedding, there's only two of us. So one of the C100s is pretty much just a ceremony cam and a speeches cam. Yes. Because if you're not if you're not familiar with our package, we we like to create the obviously the 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 raw and emotional wedding film, but we also like to shoot the ceremony and shoot the speeches and shoot the first dance as if they could be their own film. Yeah. So for me, most of the day, I spend on a C100, and I suppose need to talk about what lenses we've got. But most of the day, I spend on a C100. The seventy two hundred, yeah, and that's on a monopod, and that's my setup for eighty percent of the day, maybe, mm-hmm. maybe seventy, because it preps. I tend to use a twenty four seventy instead. But yeah, yeah. So, do you want to tell us what lenses we take with us in our bag? Yeah, absolutely. So we have two seventy to two hundreds, the Mark twos, Canon, Canon L series lenses. They're great image stabilizer, beasts. Mm-hmm. Built in, amazing. They are huge and very heavy. However, we have two twenty-four seventies, one Canon L series and one Tamron. I usually use the Tamron because again, it's got that IS, and sometimes I like to go handheld. We have a sixteen to thirty-five as well. Yeah, which very rarely comes out of the bag. Actually, yeah, these days it's not been out much. It no, it hasn't, and it, it's really only there because. In Scotland, we have some really, really tight venues. Yeah. So, I mean, sometimes you can be like five feet from a couple. It's it's that tight. Yeah, you think of castles and you're like, oh, that must be grand and huge. It's not. They were built small. <laughs> yeah. Small, uh, inside, very thick walls. Yeah, so, um, yeah. if you're actually inside the castle for a wedding, it's usually a tight room where you're usually stuck with one person up the front and sometimes that has to be a 1635. Yeah. Ideally, it'd probably be a 2470, but mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, um, and definitely, so obviously Greg shoots on the 70 to 200 most of the time because we shoot with specific rules in mind. That is really important. If you, if you both go into the drinks reception without having a plan in place, you're going to be shooting the same stuff. Your editing time is going to be longer, and you're probably not going to be as creative, to be honest. If you know the kind of 
shots that you need to get. You can be quick and efficient. And then at the end, if you've got time, then you can be creative. Um, so yeah, Greg shoots with a 7200. I shoot with a 2470. And you're usually shooting either handheld or mm-hmm. on the glide cam. Yeah, so for the preps, it's um, handheld, definitely. I used to take sliders. I used to take multiple lenses. I used to take the glide cam as well. But to be honest, it's too much of a pain. Uh, so now I go with a handheld with a strap. Um, and 2470 and a prism. My favorite prisms. Love prisms. Um, the band. The band, right? Shout out Sam Hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, on, a, on a wedding day... So you're usually shooting handheld or glide cam. I'm on monopod with a long lens, mm-hmm. but I'm not shooting nearly as much as you. Like no, for a lot of the detail shots and stuff like that, they're mainly on you. You get yeah. those, and then I take charge of the audio side of things. Yeah, so it's like again the the rules that we have on a day, seven two hundred, and but you are in charge of the audio. Yeah, so we've got sort of a good teamwork there because I know when we get to a venue, I'll tend to get the monopods ready for a ceremony, have them sort of set off to the side, and then I'm like, right, I'm not going to start filming because Simon will do that. Yeah, I'll start getting some audios ready. And yeah, knowing, having worked together for eight years, we have that sort of, yeah, I can trust that I know he's getting that and it'll be good. Eight very long years. So, speaking of audio, the gear we take is sort of evolving at the moment. We still use the Zoom H1s, which are workhorses. They do the job with a road lav plugged into them. Yep. They're still pretty big. When you go and approach someone and say, have you got room in your pocket for this? You get some looks like, oh, that's quite big. <laughs> um, excuse me <laughs> then so we still stick with them because they still work we've got four of them because mm-hmm. you know sometimes you need at least four and we take with us one of the sony tx650s yes which when, when, just just one of the best backup microphones yeah it's you could ever have i mean seriously it's the one that everybody's loving right now like it's having a, it's having its day. It is having its day. Lucky Sony, so those <laughs> bad boys. Um, uh, so yeah, usually for ceremony, it's make up the groom with the zoom and a lav, make up the celebrant with the zoom and a lav. Any readers, but if there's any sort of female readers or people with no pockets, that's where the Sony comes in a charm. Mm-hmm. And then any backup I can think of. If there's a PA. I'll either get a feed or I'll put a mic next to that. So we've got also got a Tascam recorder and that plug in a dynamic mic to that. You cannot re- rely on a venue's audio system. <laughs> Never. And I'd, I, obviously we listen to many YouTubers and podcasts, uh, people who say the same thing. And I don't know what it's like in the States or um, in Canada or any you know, abroad places, but in Scotland, they just do not know what they are doing. Yeah. I mean, half the time, the mics are cutting out. 
I just I don't I just don't understand it. Get someone in. If you're a venue supplier, a venue supplier, you supply venues. If you, if you work in a venue, if you are a manager at a venue, sort your audio out. Yeah. If you need help with that, we can do that. We met doing music technology. Audio equipment is our jam. Yeah. A lot of the times you'll speak to the manager on the day and say, oh, is there a PA? Can I get a feed from it? And they're like, oh, no, you can't touch it. You can't touch it's it. It's got his settings and we don't touch it. Yeah. And it's like, but we know what to do. Just let us plug in. It's not going to change your settings. Yeah. I think that's from what I've heard over in America and Canada. They, I'm not going to say they get it lucky, but usually there's a DJ or somebody who is a brought in sound person, mm. mostly DJ, and they set up a PA for the ceremony, for the speeches or the toasts, and they can easily get a feed from that. Yeah. Whereas, as I say, over here, you approach somebody from a venue and they're like, no, you're not touching that. <laughs> they have the Anytime fear. as well in <laughs> Italy with American couples, yeah. there's usually a PA there. Mm-hmm. And yep, you just plug in there. In fact, the last two weddings... We've been lucky. We have been. Because the couple brought their own PA for the ceremony. Yep. We managed to get a nice wee feed from that. Also attached to Sony. And at Coos Cathedral as well, there was just a nice wee simple desk set up. Mm-hmm. The venue were cool with us plugging into it. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. No, I, yeah, absolutely. Um, plus, so here, here's one of my favorite quotes of all time. A film is 50% visual, 50% sound. Yeah. That was a quote by David Finch. That is even more true for a wedding film because to get those moments of people speaking, whispering, saying how they feel, like how often do you tell someone how you really feel? I would even sway those numbers heavily towards audio like 60-40. Yeah. You can... It's it's a known sort of saying that you can get away with a lesser quality visual if the audio is good. Yeah. Whereas the other way around, people switch off much quicker. Yeah, 100%. Um, that's actually why I have trouble listening to podcasts that aren't, you know, that don't focus on the audio element. Um, hopefully this sounds good. <laughs> You're setting yourself up for a fail there. <laughs> God, I hope it's good. Um, yeah, so let's get on to the lighting and support gear. And, lighting. Uh, That's an interesting one. Yeah, the, yeah, so it's not really commonplace in the UK, I, I, I would say, to use a heavy amount of light. There are There are... Many many of the weddings that we have in Scotland, they are not, you know, they don't get another company in to do lighting work, to light their ceremony, to, to light their reception. So it's kind of left to us to to do that in a way that's convenient for everyone, convenient for ourselves, and that doesn't detract from the venue itself, which a lot of the venues are very dark. Yeah. So... In our kit bag, let's just talk about the lights that we have in our bag. We have... There's two of the Bolt LEDs. Right, I, I genuinely couldn't remember the name there. I was going to reach over and grab one. We have, yeah, two of the... Grab one anyway, but it's some... It's 
the name might have changed since then, but it was Bolt. The Bolt TLBT two fifty. Two fifties, yeah. Yes, these are actually really great. Um, yeah, just little torch LED type things. Yeah, they last a, a good amount of time. The nice thing about this is you can dial in the color temperature as well as um, it is dimmable. Yeah. So super handy. You can get really creative with these, especially at night on the dance floor. Um, not many, I wouldn't say many videographers do use these in creative ways, however. So <clears throat> if we're dealing with a small uh, venue for a drinks reception, we'll maybe throw one of these on a, on a, on a tripod. And just like backlight the speeches. During the dancing, I will take one of these and just I will actually shine them in. I will shine this in people's faces when they are when when they are doing like Kaylee dancing or when they are getting some groovy shot. You know when they are sorry when groovy. they are when, <laughs> groovy from the eighties. <laughs> um, like when they're when they're disco disco dancing. Oh my god! I can't At the discotheque. Stop. Uh, when they're dancing to the band, I will totally use this. Um, I'll flash it around. I'll spotlight people. I will go handheld and have this and just wave yeah, it in front of people. It's sort of the video sort of take on off-camera flash with dragging the shutter type thing. It's yeah. similar sort of adding a creative flair to the dancing shots. Um, so if I'm the oldness, I might even give Greg it to do some backlight stuff or I might chuck it behind a band and... The nice thing about this is you can actually just like switch it on, chuck it to the side, and leave it. Yeah, for they a bit. run off of the big Sony batteries. Yes, so, so that you can makes... get some cheap ones of them and last for ages. Yes, um, great for uh, traveling as well. Uh, super portable. Yeah, we have We're, a lot of the time when it's available. We have we have two teams that sometimes another team's out shooting with some of the gear. So when it's available, quite often we'll chuck the came tv uh, yes oh, i can't remember the number for that one. Oh, i can't remember either 453 i don't know is the came tv light uh quite often we'll take that with us it's just a wee spotlight if we need it it's there but yeah it's just a little bit more of a uh, little bit more of a throw uh so you get more distance out of that light yeah um it's a bit more i don't want to say spotlight but it, yeah. it is a little bit more directional, um, but you cannot change the color temperature. For example, it is cool. Yeah, I used to think we had. I'm like, pretty sure we had a gel at one point. But yeah, like a wee plastic disc gel. Yeah, but that you could slot in, and it changed yeah. it to sort of an orange color. I think we must have lost that. However, thanks, thanks, Tom. Thanks, Tom. D- Tom. Does it have a number on it? Oh well, yeah. that was useless. <laughs> uh, the F fifty five. F fifty five. There you go. So, and it, it's a great light. Um, be, Again, it can be, run off the batteries, the Sony's. Yeah, but if you get one, just make sure you get the right type of battery. There are a few different kinds of Sony battery, like third party ones. The voltage is not on some of them is not enough to power this light. Yeah, for I'll, any good amount of time. So I'll fire a link to. The Red Pro battery that we got—it's expensive, but it is massive and lasts for ages. Yeah, and it's the right voltage. Yes, uh, um, I'll fire a link to that in the show notes. Yeah, because when we first got that light, it would die within like twenty minutes, and we just could not figure out until we, you know, looked at the details. 
Um, but great, you can you can you can you can as well go handheld with that if you want. It's big though, so um, you know, go to the gym before you. Before it's not you too try. big though. When you talk about our <laughs> other light that we take with us, yeah. So for our the main light for the uh, first dance and two or three songs um, after that, we use an Ari spotlight. It's an LED. I can't remember the name of it. T2. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Is it a T2? The, the T1 is the old one we used to have, I think. Yeah, so we used to have a Fresnel. Um, the output was, I'm pretty sure it was 1K. Yeah. The LED is not 1K. Mm, I'm, pre- I'm pretty no. sure it's 650. I think it's 650. But it's got a dimmer built in. It's got yes. a color temperature built in. Mm-hmm. You can dial it in. Yeah. It is a beast. It, it, I think it, I've used that word quite a few times to describe <laughs> yeah. some of our gear. It's a beast. It, uh, it, it is big. And we say we've we've thinned our kit down, and I keep saying everything's big and beasty. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know. Oh man. Well, yeah. I mean, we we yeah we started with with big equipment. Yeah. The yeah, so it, it's great because it's obviously powered by mains, so we can chuck that up by a band and switch on. It's also like like very you can change the color but it's not like uh warm or cool you can get it dialed in very specifically yeah. with the 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 magenta color um you can get funky with some greens you, you, you any any any, color. any hue <laughs> in the color spectrum you can just dial that right in so if you wanted to go cra- and you know what i actually haven't used that light in a crazy way i might no. I'm <laughs> You know, we don't often use crazy lights at a wedding, but it's something that I haven't done before. So you know what? I'm I'm just I should experiment with colours. Greg. We'll see about that. Yeah, we will. We will we will see. <laughs> Any other lights? Uh mm. technically we've used our phone lights before. Nah. We have not very often, but we've used them. Don't be scared to use your phone. So that's most of the gear. Yeah. There's loads of random bits and bobs. Okay, let's go through some of the bits and bobs. Really? Yeah, the little bits and bobs. Come on, the little bits and bobs are important. Don't use them at every wedding, but it's important to have. So as you've said, we take a prism. And prisms. Just to get a bit crazy with. Duh, spare batteries and memory cards. Loads. Loads Don't forget them. Don't forget them. We have a... Recently... uh, I've added a wee microfiber tibble. I noticed that. Yep. We've not used it yet. No. That is mainly more suited for elopements. Yeah. I would hook it onto my shorts. Shorts? I don't wear shorts and elopements. <laughs> <laughs> I would hook it onto my trousers and, if need be, tibble off the camera. Yeah. Um, uh, although, to be honest, I find them not as effective as toilet paper. Another vital piece for elopements is a tick remover. Got to get that tick. <laughs> tick removers. If oh, got it, the fear. If you've had a tick before, you will know the disgust. Oh, I hate. I'm. Uh, I'm. I'm. It's afraid of spiders. What is it? Arachnophobe. Fear? Arachnophobic. Arachnophobic. I'm arachnophobic. When I had those in my leg, oh my god, I was almost sick. It was. It was gross. Yeah. I had to go to the A and E because. Um, they were too small to get with the tick remover. but um, And to go with the tick remover, you need a wee bit of smidge. Or yeah. Avon Skin So Soft. Or any of these mosquito insect repellents. Yeah, so fun fact. Greg 
is like a bug magnet. They just love to suck his blood. Not a bird magnet. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, whereas with me, they, they, they just leave me alone. Unless you're a horsefly. I hate those things. Ugh. Yeah, so there's random wee PCs like that. Yeah. Uh, we have uh, small like micro tripods for audio recorders. Yeah, the wee mini Manfrotto. We have gorilla tape for taping wires down. We have spare props for our drone. We forgot to mention the drone. Yep. We've, we've got, got a drone. A, we've got a drone. We've got a Mavic Pro because it needs to be portable. I know the image quality isn't as good and the bitrate's kind of sucky, but we're making wedding films here. We're not like... like So when we started off with the drone, when we got the license... We had an Inspire 1. Yeah. That thing took about 20 minutes to set up. And once you're up there, you're like, well, i, I got to get a lot of shots here because it took me this much time to set up. And oh. I mean, the, the image quality was, yeah. was it was fine, but the portability of a, of a Mavic Pro, especially for elopements when you're, when you're hiking up mountains and stuff, is just, um, yeah, get one. Um... One of my other well, we all, we also have smoke grenades in here. Um, definitely make sure that you've checked your venue before you release a smoke grenade. Have you got a fun story about that? <laughs> <laughs> so we were in Turnberry, Trump Turnberry, Tur- Trump. We were in Trump Turnberry, and and we are down by the lighthouse which is just on the coast and we're with the couple and we think what a great time to let off a smoke bomb let the wind carry it past the couple and they can be engulfed in a lot of you know aggressive fast moving smoke well it, it worked great it was lovely what a visual we leave to go back up to the house and there are there's a police van sitting <laughs> at the front door. There are policemen. And we just and sort of scurry past them into the room where the dancing's going to happen. Very sheepishly. And sheepishly. start getting set up for the first dance because we're like, oh, we're, we're tight on time now. The band are almost set up. That's right. And then just before the first dance, the guy from the venue comes along and goes, the, the police were here for you guys. It's You're because in, of the smoke and in the trouble. drone. You're in trouble. <laughs> yeah, I I've have, got the drone. I have told them that it's it's okay. It's not a problem, but because of who owns this place, they were called. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, uh, sorry, yeah. Trump. Sorry. Not sorry. Mm. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. Um, anything else? Um, Don't do wh- that. Wh- what is that called? Air rocket. Air rocket. Air, uh, we've got an air rocket to clean sensors. I see, we've yeah. still got a GoPro in the bag. Was that for underwater stuff? Yeah, that's stuff? not been out for over a year. <laughs> Literally, so. I I have forgotten that was in there. I said ages ago we should just take it out, and you were like, "Nah, just in case." Like, no. oh yeah, blame me. Uh, we used to have a protein bar, but I ate it at the last wedding. The tripod we use is a Manfrotto tripod. It's just another tripod, one of the carbon fiber ones. Yeah, and so we take one tripod and two monopods. So we're shooting sermon speeches on monopods. Yeah. They, those are the serio ones mm-hmm. with the fairly big feet that you the can b- leave standing. Yeah. Fairly reliable. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, if there's wind, I'd be careful. If, yeah. there, if you're near gas, definitely be careful. But if you are, you know, very handy if you're like monitoring another camera that's not too far away from you. You can just like scoot over there and double, just double check, and then scoot back, and then you know, you'll be fine. Yeah. Plus, it's 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 a little bit easier to hold your shot. You know, when once you get it bounced, leave it. It won't fall over. You don't need to hold it. It's nice. Yeah. Um. So yeah, we used to have a uh, a Monfrotto monopod, but the and 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 people swear by them, but you cannot leave them. So why? No. What's the point of having those stupid little legs? I just don't understand. I'm sorry. I'm be- I'm being mean. I am being mean. I've just never. You I just went. I never. Right. I never liked that monopod. It just no. I don't like it. Our other team uses one. Well, our other team sucks. <laughs> and our other team's <laughs> drilling a face at you just now. <laughs> Obviously, um, I am joking. We're creeping up on the 40-minute mark. You're that's, a creeper. That's getting to where we want this episode to be. Do we, do we want to make it longer and talk about, is there any kit we should change? Or we want to get rid of? Because recently, okay, yeah. So, right. Personally, I'm, I'm feeling a wee bit restricted by the C100s, or just one of them at least. Yeah. So, well, we definitely need to change both of them because um, we need to have matching camera. Because they don't. Mm. The one DX, I love, but it is a very heavy. So all of the cameras themselves are very heavy. They are not your Sony FS. Whatever it is. What, FS? What? Went back in time. Jesus. Sorry. Yeah, I feel a- a- no, I wait, feel restricted by the C100 because it's big. And when you put that on a monopod, I don't feel as free. When I'm shooting an elopement, I usually use the GH5. And I'm either handheld or on a monopod as well. But it's just much more nimble. And I can zip around and be quicker and more creative so personally i feel restricted by that we chose them we chose the c100s like two a year or two ago Mm. two years ago i think yeah plus uh we chose them because of the autofocus because of the built-in nd Mm -hmm. because of the real core time as well, yeah, we continuous didn't have, recording. I think back then we had a six D. Yeah. So the record time was like what thirty minutes? Is that? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, is that long uh, So yeah, just little things like that. At the moment, I'm like, ah, oh, I'm just not getting what I could be getting. Yeah, I, I but, feel you. Yeah. Would you ever go Sony? No. Personally, I've not used Sony's apart from. Handheld, the wee point and shoot RX100. Yeah. I've used the GH5 sparingly and seem to get good stuff. So I'd probably go down that line. You'd rather go down Sony than Panasonic? No, that's not what I said. You said you'd <laughs> rather go down that line. Yeah, Panasonic, GH5. Oh, right. Sorry. Sorry. We can check the world and back, see what I said. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, so I know I, I totally get where you're coming from with the C100s. In fact, I was very paranoid during that mall wedding 
we had to, we had to actually put yeah. bags on our cameras. How how awful is that? It just looks tacky. You can't you can't reach the controls. It was just um, get your shot, hope it's good, and you just can't you can't. We got lucky. Yeah, ideally can't do that. for that wedding, we knew it was going to be outside. The weather had been amazing for the last week or two leading up to it, so yeah, it, the it day, felt like it was going to be okay. The day after, we have amazing drone shots, amazing scenery. But it is like bright and vibrant. Yeah. So, <laughs> per- I would have taken the GH5 if it wasn't in use. But we just had to use the C100s, mm-hmm. and it was risking it yeah. in the rain. Yeah, hundred percent. Even some of the lenses, like the Tamron twenty four seventy. There was get there was there was um, rain on the inside of the zoom barrel, and I thought that if I would close that barrel up, the moisture would get inside the lens, and it might have done. Um, yeah, as we say, gear's not important. We just always like to look at other things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, but from I'm feeling that I'm feeling restricted again because yeah. of the gear. Yes. So so with the one DX, I am. I am not restricted. Yeah, I, I am very much free. It doesn't have the like, um, st- in you know inbuilt stabilizer. It does shoot 4K. I don't always shoot 4K, but to be able to just have that battery life, be free on a on a neck strap. Yeah, I feel like I dissed Sony a little bit there. I didn't mean to diss Sony. I don't think you did. Was there anything else you wanted to talk about? I think that covers all our gear, doesn't it? Apart from the cables. Yeah, you know, chuck an XLR, chuck a, a jack. jack to jack. Should keep you covered. Yep, that's pretty much all all of our gear. Here's a wee helpful tip, though. If you're shooting, Ooh, a helpful tip. A helpful tip. If you're if you're shooting and you know it's going to be maybe rainy, just go into the bathroom of the reception venue, grab some toilet paper because there's no better material to whisk moisture away than toilet paper, and the cheaper the better. Because the cheap stuff doesn't have all these like softeners and and moisturizers and stuff on them. Not that venues would probably go all out with their toilet paper, but still, just the cheaper the better. I'm I'm telling you that is a that this could be me. a weekly segment. Simon's top tip <laughs> from the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. But I, I swear, toilet paper every time. Brilliant. So, <laughs> thanks thanks for listening, guys. This has been the Perspective Podcast. If you've liked what you've heard, go out and tell a friend. Share this episode. You can subscribe on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah. Until next time. Enjoy your life.